Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Todd. I'm Jared. And I'm Adam. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Todd, with the first part of a new story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week because we're always writing more comedy stories and your social media interaction keeps us going. Without further ado, here we go. called Things That Go Ba-dum-tsh in the Night. <laughs> you know that dream where you feel like you're falling? Well, you better wake up before you hit the bottom. This is a 100% real warning. I'm being real right now. If you don't wake up before landing, you will get caught by the boogeyman and dragged off to the shadow realm. That's exactly what happened to Matthew Broderick, who has to go by Matt Broderick, or else people think he's the actor which is just stupid. Like the actor was going to make a reservation at your fucking Olive Garden. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people just have the same name. And you know that. Don't try and act like you haven't Googled your own name and found someone slightly more famous than you with the same name being the mayor of some city in New Zealand or something. Anyway, Matt Broderick was too lazy to bother waking up before getting caught by the boogeyman, and that's why now he's in the shadow realm, about to get his guts ripped out through his eyeballs. I'm gonna rip your guts out through your eyeballs! The boogeyman said to Matt. But, but I don't believe in the boogeyman! Matt cried. Too bad, sucker! And I thought the boogeyman only took children! I can do what I want! Why are you doing this? You know, you're awfully wordy for someone who is moments away from becoming ground into a bloody puddle. I've always been like this. Whenever I'm in distress, I can't seem to stop talking. Like the time when I went to the hospital for a kidney stone, and even as I literally feel like a chestburster from Alien got lost and is trying to bust its way out of my kidney, I just kept telling jokes to the doctor and he had trouble believing I was actually in pain because I, I, I wouldn't shut up. Okay, fair. You're going through a stressful experience and everyone copes in their own ways. Anyway, I'm now going to begin tearing off chunks of your scalp, so get ready. Oh God, why would you do that? <laughs> The boogeyman's body looked as if it were made of black rubber cloaked in shadow, his every movement laboriously slow as his body contorted, and when finally he stood he was twice the height of Matthew Broderick. With his right hand he reached down to Matt, grabbed a chunk of his hair and raised the poor man until he was eye level with the monster. Why would I do this, you ask? The boogeyman said as his shadowy tongue flitted in and out of his mouth. Because watching you squirm and bleed is funny to me. Blood trickled from Matt's scalp down into his eyes, and before he could even feel any pain, Matt could hear the sound of his own flesh tearing. He wished that he could pass out from fear, pain, or shock, but the adrenaline kept him lucid, 
With both hands, Matt reached up and grabbed the boogeyman's arm, trying to pull himself up and relieve some of the strain on his scalp. He stared at the boogeyman in his rubber mask-like face and barely managed to croak out, How is this funny? Grotesquely curious, sure. Uh, I kinda get that. But, like, <laughs> haven't you ever heard a joke? <laughs> the boogeyman cocked his head to the side like a dog. Here, a joke. What kind of scream is that? Let me down and I'll tell you. Matt begged. No, produce for me a joke. Now! Um, uh, uh, what's black, white, and red all over? Is this a joke? Yes! Jokes are boring. I will kill you now. The boogeyman's <laughs> mouth opened wide enough to bite off Matt's head with one chomp. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have started you off with an interactive joke, but you're supposed to guess what is black, white, and red all over. The boogeyman momentarily pulled back. Easy. An albino child first beaten unconscious and then vivisected. <laughs> no! It's a newspaper! The boogeyman released Matt from his grip and let him fall to the floor. He let out a low, rumbling chortle. I didn't know you were using the past tense form of the verb read. You cheated. <laughs> <laughs> no. You see, it's a joke. Not a game. Don't worry. You didn't lose. Make another joke. I will not lose this joke either. <laughs> Matt shakily attempted to stand. He touched the top of his head and felt it was slick with blood. Um, what was the one complaint of the country between Austria and Romania? I wish my landmass were greater and I had more geopolitical influence. <laughs> I'm so hungry. You're coming with me, the boogeyman said suddenly, then grabbed Matt by the leg and began to drag him through the shadow realm. As Matt's eyes adjusted to the darkness, he began to see some familiar landmarks. He'd been dragged out into the street near his apartment, only there were no people or cars. Matt guessed that he had fallen into some kind of alternate dimension, where there were shadow-cloaked versions of everything that existed in our world, but that was entirely inhabited only by boogeymen. Which was pretty close to the truth, but he didn't know that, so he continued speculating. Was he still <laughs> dreaming? No. Was he in hell? Nope. There's no hell. Did he get some <laughs> kind of brain damage that was affecting his vision? Nuh-uh. He was right the first time. Like I said, he didn't know what was happening because he's not an omniscient narrator like I am. I have all the answers, and I'm right about everything. Especially about <laughs> the part about hell not being real. But I don't have to tell you that. You're a smart kid. <laughs> A bumpy few minutes later, the boogeyman swung open a glass door and tossed Matt through it. Looking up, he found himself surrounded by even more boogeymen. One of the other boogeymen stepped forward and spoke. Very rare of you to bring us a present, one of the boogeymen said. There must be something wrong with it. No, trust me, this one is very amusing. And yet he's barely bloodied? Perhaps he's shit himself in some funny way? Not that I know of. No, I... I have... I'm not sure when, and I'm not sure how much time has passed, but I guess I did it long ago enough that I'm starting to get itchy. Is this part of the joke? <laughs> no. What is a joke, boogeyman? Listen as he pleases me with his mouth. Do it again. Phrasing? Um, the same joke from before, okay? The boogeyman just stared at Matt, who understood the menacing stare to mean yes. What's white and black? And red all over. 
An albino child, first beaten unconscious and then vivisected. That's what I said too, but then he said it was a newspaper. How was I supposed to know it was red or red? He says it's a joke. Do the other one. But Boogeyman, after he asks you the question, you should say you don't know. The other Boogeyman nodded. What was the one complaint of the country between Austria and Romania? I don't know. I'm so hungry. You were right, Boogeyman. I didn't know he would say that. I like how he establishes a narrative to lull the victim into a sense of security, but then defies expectations with a loosely connected concept that for a brief moment is simultaneously nonsensical and yet also completely logical. One of the other boogeymen from the crowd called out. Do another one! Yes, do another joke! Um, okay, uh, give me a minute. Matt stuttered. It's not easy coming up with jokes on the spot. Plus, I'm still bleeding a lot. Okay, I got one. And you know what? I think you guys will like this one. How many babies does it take to paint a wall? I don't know. It depends how hard you throw them. I will throw it very hard. Go on. That's the end of the joke. (laughs) (laughs) The boogeymen collectively began to grumble. They were obviously unamused. I don't get it. Tell me how many babies. Now! Three? That's a very small wall. That was not a good joke. Tell a good one. I like when you tell good jokes, human. Because when you tell a joke, I feel the same degree of satisfaction as I would if I had mutilated a child. One child only equates to one mutilation. But you have told several jokes, and therefore I feel as if I have murdered several children. Matt scoured his brain for more old jokes, but the only thing that came to him were more dead baby jokes, (laughs) and the last one didn't quite land. The boogeyman now seemed more inclined to engage in conversation than before, so Matt tried talking to them to stall for time. How often do you get to murder children? I don't know. (laughs) The boogeyman responded. (laughs) No, this time it's not a joke. It's a real question. The boogeyman scratched his chin. It's actually been three years since the last time someone from your world fell down here. But we're having a bit of a dry spell. Usually it's about once a year. Okay. How about this? You let me go home and get my wounds treated, and I'll come back here in one year with more material. And we can do this again. Without the part where you torture me and drag me around. Deal, the boogeyman agreed, nodding enthusiastically. Great. So, I'll just meet you back here. Where are we anyway? In your world, this is a tabletop gaming store. We boogeymen (laughs) always gather in places of great human misery. We are spawned from the powerful resentment of human girlfriends dragged into this place. Yo, that's not fair, man. Women like Warhammer, too. I came here with my girlfriend last week, and we looked at all the books and stuff. Did she buy anything? Matt reflected on this a moment. (laughs) In one year, you are to return to this place. Lay down and sleep on one of the tables at midnight, and we will return you here to the Shadow Realm. Matt Broderick woke up in his own bed. His body was still covered in cuts and bruises, so he knew he hadn't been dreaming. 
Calmly, he rose from his bed, reached for his phone, called 911, laid back down and waited. He wasn't feeling much pain now, but as scratched up and bloodied as he was, he figured the pain would kick in later. He could probably make his way to the hospital on his own, but Matt figured if he told his boss he was taken by ambulance, he felt he was more likely to not get asked too many more questions about what happened. But, oh boy, was he wrong. Like, healthcare's a reason to miss work. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, he got chewed out. Especially since he couldn't tell anyone how he got hurt that badly. First he tried to say he got dragged down a street. You know, the truth. But then people asked, like, Were you attacked? Mugged? And Matt was like, No. Because he's not about to say it was the boogeyman. So then he says he fell off his bike and people are like, Okay, that's definitely not what happened. And if he's trying to hide something, it's probably domestic violence. Jesus Matt Broderick Christ. looks like the type to be committing <laughs> domestic violence, they thought to themselves. Uh. <laughs> Matt ended up quitting his job anyway, because if he was going to survive the next year, he needed to come up with a killer comedy set. What better way to prepare for that life and death situation than becoming a stand-up comedian and getting some experience with a real audience? <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Uh, way to try and pigeonhole it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, got, I got some ideas. I got some ideas. Uh, I mean, it depends on who's writing next. It could. Oh it no! Go no, wrong. yeah, no. I, go wrong. I love yeah. it. I know exactly how I would write the yeah. second part of that. Speaking of, who's gonna write the second part of this? Very good question, Todd. You're writing the second part of Jared's story, right? So no, you ain't got to write the second part of your own story. Jared could write right. the second part of this, or I could, since Jared and I have both written the first our first parts already. That's why I brought this but up. But I think to... <laughs> All right, Jared, we'll do rock, paper, scissors verbally. But... Whoever wins gets to All write right. it. All right, ready? <laughs> All right, Three, rock, paper, two, scissors. one, oh. go. go. Rock. Uh, paper. <laughs> no! I'll do... I'll I'll do part I'll two. do the three two one, <laughs> and then. <laughs> All right, Todd, give us the All right, right well, Yeah, uh, <laughs> or I don't know, I, Jared. You sound like you really want to write. Okay, part yeah, two. I mean, if you I really want to do it, do yeah, it, do it, do it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do part yeah. two. Okay. I'll go three then. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we want to keep this in. It was kind of funny. <laughs> we should keep that, maybe. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Virtual rock, paper, scissors. Well, then let's do... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, what'd you guys think of my story? It was good. It was fun. Nice little yeah. twist on the uh, uh, Freddy Krueger story there, you know. Yeah. Comes in <laughs> Comes in your dreams and on your face, you know. <laughs> Comes in your dreams and on your face. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. See, I'm not sure how a lot of the the mechanics of the uh, the shadow realm work. Yeah. I don't know if it is a dream or whatever. So, well, yeah. you know, I'll, yeah, I'll right. it's unclear. Maybe it is. That's the best that was part. just how I immediately interpreted it. Was just because of Freddy Krueger specifically, because that's. You know, I don't think they ever yeah, yeah. really explain how he works either. So, you know, it's just a... I was definitely going for like a like a horror kind of vibe. Yeah. But I was also trying to do like, 
so I figured this story is about a comedian. So I tried to write the narration as if it was a stand-up set Mm -hmm. also. I don't know if you guys kind of got that. No, I got that. Yeah. It feels like a guy getting heckled, kind of. (laughs) 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 And so, like, you know, I, I hopefully Hero's Journey... He gets heckled enough that he eventually uh-huh. becomes a good comedian by the end of it. But you can also <laughs> subvert that with him getting shitter every time and he gets eaten at the end. Who knows? It's unclear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Because I guess at the moment... It's uh, unclear who it writes the ending. Like <laughs> Jared will write... Maybe Jared will write part two. Maybe Adam yeah. will write part three. But we don't know. We'll figure it, that out when we have a chance to actually talk about it, I guess. <laughs> Oh, boy. I also like the part about healthcare being a reason to miss work and felt really poignant. <laughs> Very accurate. Yeah, I haven't I haven't lived in America for a long time, but I feel like that's still true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's still true. No, it's true no. over here. Yeah. <laughs> true, every country. <clears throat> in Japan, too? Yep. Well, that's good. Everyone's shit. We're all shit. Yeah. I I really liked uh <clears throat> I had trouble reading cuz Adam Adam got one of my favorite jokes from the story that did not actually have like a punchline. Which one was it? Which one? It was the part where uh <laughs> Matt asks a question and then the boogeyman immediately responds with I don't know because he knows <laughs> that's the joke format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and then I'm like no, uh this this time it's not a question. It's yeah. not a joke. It's, it's a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my favorite. I had trouble reading because you guys were laughing at that one. I'm glad. <laughs> that was, yeah, when that jokes was land. That was, yeah, that's that's my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I was reading ahead oh. a little bit, and I saw that coming, and still landed. That's why you shouldn't yeah. read. Don't read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, I think reading ahead helps with this format because yeah, it lets you know what your line means a little more you know yeah it lets you know what kind of tone you've got like i i did a thing where i didn't read ahead and then i read one of my lines and then at the end of it it said he stuttered and i was like oh oh fuck (laughs) sorry i should have stuttered uh yeah and i maybe i could have written it differently this is this is kind of welcome to kind of weird basically voice format you know oh yes the baby jokes yes that's i think uh, it went well very i think it went the baby jokes. <laughs> very mid thousands classic. classic. Oh yeah. I'm hungry. Or, you know, what's that one guy? That one was What's that one guy's name that one who's was uh who's got the big long penis? It's Hungary. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few ways you can go with that, I guess. I was also wondering what kind of jokes the boogeyman would get. <laughs> and they're all named the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, collectively. Because they all look the same. Uh I don't know. Uh so I was wondering what kind of jokes they would get, and uh, like a, Tomo asked me too, what kind of jokes? I mean, ha- would they think that was funny? And my answer is, yeah, that's the that's the premise of the story, is that they think the jokes are funny, but they're all shit. They're all shit. Like, oh man, Jared, you gotta have him read like some kind of farmer's almanac or whatever for like the bullshit jokes in it. I've never read a farmer's almanac, so I will like. Oh, <laughs> there are these awful, awful books at the library. It's like, you know, babies 101 jokes or whatever that are all like, they all feel like this. Right. 
<laughs> right. They're, they're, like they're all, it's yeah. like almost like someone sat down to write purposefully bad jokes and they're all bad and not like in the fun way that dad jokes are bad. It's like they're just uh, Norm McDonald's <laughs> humor, kind of. Yeah, I get it. I get um, it. Yeah. Possibly. Like he tells yeah. deliberately Maybe. bad jokes and then waits way too long for a laugh. That isn't gonna come because he just laugh. told the terrible joke. <laughs> oh, and then none of the audience like laughs, and Maybe. he bursts a gut laughing at them. <laughs> Maybe Matt Broderick will evolve into Norman. Yeah, Donald. probably possible. Oh, but you gotta make uh, the reference to one of Matthew Broderick's famous movies, "Honey, I Shrunk My Dick." <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not overly familiar that. with Matthew Broderick's work. I've seen. I saw. <laughs> How did I shrunk the kids? And the fucking the one with the the guy short circuited the I the fucking saw... thing. And then, um, the feed me Seymour. What? Is Matthew Broderick in that? I'm pretty sure. Hold on, hold on. You're talking about Rick. Yeah. Moranis. Oh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis same is... shit. All white guys look the same. I saw Ferris Bueller's no. Day Off uh, when I was in high school. Ferris Bueller. That's the only thing yeah. I've ever seen him in, though. Yeah. Or no, no. I saw Adult Simba. Godzilla 2000. He was in that too. Oh wait, no. He's the gatekeeper <laughs> in 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 Ghostbusters. I haven't seen that since I was a kid either. Or maybe that's no. Rick that's Rick Moranis that's, yeah, again. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not doing that on purpose. You were you were closely following the career of Rick Moranis, but yeah, no, Matthew Broderick. Who's that? If he shows up to your Olive Garden, you're gonna be like, okay, I don't, I'm not even gonna check that you're the actor because <laughs> yeah. I know I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> oh, he he wasn't in Little Shop if of you Horrors. Ain't Rick Moranis, well then you can get the fuck out. <laughs> he wasn't in Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me, Seymour. Man, you know what? Rick Moranis had a baller career. Yeah. I, I guess he did because he's the only one I can remember. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Matthew Broderick. His wife died, and he left acting to take care of his children. I know what a what a fucking base I legend. Was, yeah, I was just thinking Matthew Broderick from uh, the producers. I just oh, I yeah, love the producers. Yeah. Is yeah. he in the producers? Yeah, he was. He's, Wait, so yeah, he's the kid movie. in War Games? Yeah. Yeah. All right. There That's you go. Now you the get the only that. other one I know him in. I don't know any others. You don't know Ferris Bueller. I don't either. Now I've seen Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller. but we already said that. Yeah. Look, I think people <laughs> around our age saw it on TV in parts. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Probably censored. And <laughs> censored. Yeah. They took the part out where he whips his dick out during the parade. Yeah. And helicopters it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. How else are you gonna fight the Vegas? principal? Oh man, that was uh, that was funny, but also yeah. hot. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to the the tale of Matthew Broderick uh, <laughs> to be continued next time by someone else. And uh, that's it for basically tall tales. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>